Are you looking for an athletic scholarship? You're in the right place. This is the Recruit Me Athletic Scholarship Podcast, the longest-running podcast on recruiting and athletic scholarships. We're here to help your family navigate the recruiting road all the way to an athletic scholarship. He's a recruiting expert and a dad of a D1 athlete and a high school athlete pursuing a scholarship. With a wealth of experience to share, here's Recruit Me CEO, Brent Hanks. Welcome to episode 217. I'm Brent Hanks, the owner and CEO of Recruit Me. This episode is a full-ride scholarship information overload, part two of two. The last episode, episode 216, was part one of two of the full-ride scholarship information overload. I covered a lot of information about the NCAA Division I and the NCAA Division II. Go back and listen to episode 216 to get the definition of a full athletic scholarship, a headcount sport, and equivalency sport. Find the number of guaranteed full athletic scholarships and what sports offer them. I tell you there is a short list of Division I headcount sports and a long list of Division I and Division II equivalency sports. And you will hear how many scholarships are available for each sport, both men's and women's. I left off after covering the NCAA Division II. So this episode will feature the NCAA Division III, NAIA regulations, and junior college too. Let's dive into the NCAA Division III level of college sports. NCAA Division III is the largest NCAA division with 446 institutions and over 195,000 student-athletes. So what makes Division III so unique? There are no athletic scholarships given at the Division III schools. With no athletic scholarships, how do students afford to go to college? According to NCAA.org, 80% of all student-athletes receive some form of academic grants or merit-based or need-based scholarships that average $17,000 per athlete. Merit scholarships are awarded to high-achieving students who excel in academics and test scores. Merit scholarships do not take a student's financial situation into account. Need-based scholarships are awarded to students who have a financial need based on their family's income. Sometimes academics, grades, and test scores can affect need-based scholarships. While Division III has very competitive sports, 28 national championships, it works to minimize conflicts between athletics and academics through practice time and game scheduling. All NCAA sports are available at the Division III level. On a personal note, my nephew Easton plays football for a Division III college. Out of high school, he took classes at a local community college that didn't have sports, but he had earned free classes through Missouri's A-plus program from high school. Easton was one of the youngest in his high school class and grew and matured more after high school. He played both football and baseball in high school and realized he missed playing, so he made some college contacts and sent his information to some colleges. Well, he had a great season last year. He started in the defensive backfield all the games for Westminster College in Fulton, Missouri. He had two interceptions and 23 tackles. Way to go, Easton! Division III gives a great experience both academically and athletically. According to the NCAA.org, 17% of the students at a D3 are in an athletic program. With an average of 1,740 students, that means you will have a lot in common with many of your classmates. Let's leave the world of NCAA and jump into the NAIA, the National Association of Intercollegiate Athletics. 
The NAIA has 250 member schools with 27 sport championships that allow 77,000 student-athletes to experience a high level of both athletics and academics. According to NAIA.org, NAIA schools average 16 sports on each campus, and student-athlete participation is up 43% in the last five years. The average NAIA college size is 1,400 full-time students with an average of 293 student-athletes on the campus. NAIAs are four-year schools, and it has a maximum of institutional aid limits, max scholarships, for each sport. NAIA is an all-equivalency sport setup. Thus, teams can break up scholarships to give smaller amounts to more players. The recruiting rules for NAIA are different and allow student-athlete and a coach to communicate at any time. There is no recruiting calendar. The student-athlete is permitted two days to try out, the two days do not have to be consecutive, and the student-athlete's costs may be paid by the school for food, travel, and lodging, if the school does the same for non-athletic programs. So this is a good question you can ask a coach. Here are the sports and their max number of scholarships available as governed by the NAIA. NAIA Women's Basketball has a Division I with 11 scholarships and a Division II with 6 scholarships. NAIA Women's Bowling, 5. NAIA Women's Cross Country and Track and Field, combined, 5. NAIA Women's Golf, 5. NAIA Women's Soccer, 12. NAIA Softball, 10. NAIA Women's Swimming and Diving, 8. NAIA Women's Tennis, 5. NAIA Women's Volleyball, 8. And for the men's sports, NAIA Baseball, 12. NAIA Men's Basketball Division I, 11. And Division II, 6. NAIA Men's Bowling, 5. NAIA Men's Cross Country and Track and Field, 5. NAIA Football, 24. NAIA Men's Tennis, 5. NAIA Men's Wrestling, 8. There is also competitive cheer with 12 scholarships and competitive dance with 10. Up-and-coming sports with no athletic scholarships in NAIA are beach volleyball, men's lacrosse, women's wrestling, and women's flag football. The difference between men's and women's D1 and D2 basketball is the number of scholarships. D1 with 11 and D2 with 6. That is determined by the school's budget and has to be registered with the NAIA governing body. I came across some articles indicating that the NAIA voted to merge the D1 and the D2 basketball divisions in the 2020-2021 season to just one division with eight scholarships. I'm not sure at this time whether that will be enacted this year. That is another good question to ask the coach. I am looking forward to this year's basketball season because my niece, Olivia, is starting her freshman year at an NAIA school, Evangel University in Springfield, Missouri. Evangel is a great fit, and we, as a family, get to watch home games and many away games. She will also get to play with and against ladies she has played with and against throughout her high school career and her summer basketball career. Go Crusaders and go Olivia! Now let's move on to the junior college ranks. JUCOs are two-year schools. Their competitive sports are broken up into three divisions. 
The JUCO Division I may grant full athletic scholarships or break them up. The scholarship can include tuition, books, fees, room and board. Each sport has a maximum number of scholarships to be granted. JUCO Division II may give scholarships but are limited to tuition, books, and fees. No room and board. And again, each sport has a maximum number of scholarships sanctioned by the NJCAA. The JUCO Division III colleges are not permitted to give any athletic scholarships. There are many advantages to JUCO's two-year opportunities to compete. There are 52 national championships in the JUCO ranks, giving 60,000 student-athletes an opportunity to compete. There are 522 colleges with sports. Here's a breakdown. Both men's and women's basketball has Division I, Division II, and Division III levels, and both get a maximum of 15 scholarships. JUCO baseball has all three levels and gets 24 scholarships. JUCO men's and women's bowling plays one division and gets 12 scholarships. JUCO men's and women's cross country by itself competes in all three divisions and gets 10 scholarships apiece. JUCO football gets 85 scholarships and has one division. JUCO men's golf has three divisions and gets eight scholarships. JUCO women's golf has one division and gets eight. Both JUCO men's and women's lacrosse have one division and gets 20 scholarships apiece. JUCO men's and women's soccer has all three divisions and the men get 24 and the women get 24 too. JUCO softball plays three divisions and gets nine scholarships. JUCO track and field has both indoor and outdoor championships. Track and field gets 20 scholarships for men and 20 for women. Indoor competes at one division and outdoor competes in Division I and Division Three. JUCO volleyball for women has 14 scholarships in all three divisions. The JUCO wrestling is a men's sport only with 20 scholarships in one division. I believe beach volleyball is new to JUCO and gets 12 scholarships. It looks like there are 17 schools competing in beach volleyball at the JUCO level. As I said earlier, there are many advantages to choosing a JUCO. Cost and scholarship opportunities are great advantages. The opportunity to develop physically and skill-wise as you play against other players your age, most coming right out of high school. You can get your basic classes for college, and that gives you time to decide what you want to study for your bachelor's four-year degree. You might get more playing time at a JUCO your freshman and sophomore years, and you can transfer after one or two years to most four-year NCAA and NAIA schools. Our family has experienced the JUCO game. My dad played one year of basketball at Crowder College in Neosho, Missouri. He attended a four-year school for one semester right out of high school. He decided that wasn't the right place for him. He wasn't playing a sport there. He got married. They had me and was able to get some athletic and academic money to go one year to Crowder and play and get some classes in. He then transferred all of his academic credits to a four-year school and graduated with a business degree. Thankfully, the Rough Riders gave him an opportunity to play and forward his education. So that was a scholarship overload of information. Please re-listen to episode 216 and this episode to digest your sports possibilities. There are many helpful links in both episode 216 and this episode 217. Make sure and take advantage of them. Links like ncaa.org, naia.org, and njcaa.org. And don't forget about scholarshipstats.com.
All of these sites give you great, free information on not only all levels of play, but they also have ways to search schools, sports, and important information on scholarships and eligibility. In these two episodes, you found out that there are over 2,000 colleges and universities that provide over 500,000 student-athletes an opportunity to play a sport. There are 177,500-plus athletic scholarships available, but only 145 guaranteed full athletic scholarships, and they are only available at the NCAA Division I level. If you add academic and financial aid grants to these athletic options, then there are plenty of opportunities to play and get a majority of your education paid for. Good luck and happy hunting for your athletic and academic college fit. Please, please contact me at brent at recruit-me.com with questions about this podcast. Let me know if you are looking for any more specific information or have any updated information. There may have been some changes throughout the COVID pandemic period that I did not cover. I love you listening and sharing the podcast, but if you are needing to get the ball rolling faster in your recruiting process, the Recruit Me 3.0 recruiting system is a full step-by-step process to get that scholarship you are looking for. You get a 200-plus page online manual with guides on when and how to start communicating and keep communicating with colleges you want to attend. There are templates, examples, and helpful resources throughout the manual. You also get videos and audio interviews to guide you through the process. The Recruit Me 3.0 is yours to keep forever, and you will get updates as they are added. Don't spend thousands of dollars on a recruiting process when you can just spend a fraction of that. Right now, I have a new CEO special for only $99. It is normally $127. Go to recruit-me.com backslash system to get access to your comprehensive system. Check it out, and if you're not satisfied, there's a 90-day money-back guarantee. You can't lose. Join me next Tuesday for another information-filled 15-minute podcast. Please share this podcast with another family that's in the recruiting process. I would appreciate the share, and if you are using your favorite podcast app, take a second to give a five-star rating. See you next week on the Athletic Scholarship Podcast.